Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Listen, Learn and Burn podcast, hosted by Phil Williams and Jen Kay, co-owners of Lift, Learn and Burn, the online coaching service created to transform the body and minds of females. Getting out and getting steps in can sometimes feel like you're walking for the sake of walking, which is why we're on a mission to make your walks a little bit more fun. So get off the couch, throw your headphones in and get those feet moving. Oh, and if you're in England, it's probably best you take a coat because it's more than likely chucking it down. Every week, we'll be going in-depth into a specific topic related to female weight loss. We know how overwhelming and overcomplicated weight loss can be, so we make sure to cut out all the big fancy words and bring you the information that you need to know. And if you're not sure how to start your journey, then head over to our website now to get your hands on our free fat loss guide. Hello! Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hopefully good morning. You never know when they're Hopefully we are... Joining you are joining us on your Monday morning walk. Um, you are joining us, we are joining you. We are joining you on your Monday morning walk, mm. and it is episode four. Thanks what, for coming back. What a fabulous way to start your week! Episode four, Monday morning, four minutes left to go. Is this four minute walk? <laughs> I can't wait for the week you can't think of a song as a number, innit? Oh, I don't think it's I mean, it's going to happen at some point, isn't it? Yeah, probably. There is five, Can't wait for there? 21. <laughs> I can. Um, yeah, so just a quick reminder, if you are out on a walk, make sure you are checking your steps right now um, to see where you're up to, and then head over to the link in the uh, podcast notes and update your steps that you've done whilst listening to the podcast because in a few weeks time we are going to be updating you each week on um what steps people have done mm-hmm. and don't forget when we hit some kind of big milestones there are going to be some prizes for those people who've updated Points mean them. prizes <laughs> so get your numbers in let us know yeah um, got a bit in it to win it this year they do don't who says that uh me they. If um, if you don't know where that is, by the way, just fire us a DM and we'll link you to where the um, we'll send you a link to the website, basically. Yeah, it's on. It is on our website www.lifflearnandburn.co.uk forward slash podcast. That is the one. So this week we are going to be talking about staying on track during a lockdown two point oh. The, the sequel. sequel. Obviously, Boris decided the other day that he was going to throw us back into lockdown and... He should have been in it for a good four days by the time you listen to this. That's a very good point. I forgot this is going live on Monday. It is going live on Monday. It's currently but Wednesday. We thought it was it? super relevant right now <laughs> to... Because I know a lot of people maybe have gone, uh, gym's closed, taking a back seat, or just generally feeling a bit blur, so feeling like they can't keep working towards those goals. We're kind of here to say make the best of a situation and let's keep going basically yeah I think and do you know what this first point that I want to make goes for anything in life when something happens you have two options you can either take the positive from it or you can take the negative and I appreciate it isn't that simple because there are certain situations where finding a positive is really difficult Mm -hmm. like there'll be things that happen to you things like lockdown where you just feel like your world's falling apart and there's just no way you can find a positive. But that doesn't mean it's impossible, it just means it's harder. And whoever achieved anything by just taking the easy route every single time something was thrown at them, absolutely nobody. So we appreciate that right now it's going to be difficult. But the point we want to make is 
you can only control what you can tr- can control. Mm-hmm. You can't decide whether we're in, ro- we're in lockdown or not. So trying to sort of sit around and moan about it and bury your head in the sand and think, oh, this is terrible, this is difficult, my life's so hard, isn't going to move you forward. Mm-hmm. And that's not just for weight loss, that's just life in general, isn't and it? And there is obviously people who struggle with the mental health that maybe that's really not quite as easy, but it's about trying to find a way out of that and trying our hardest to find some kind of light in the midst of all this Absolutely. darkness. And I think that's the main point. Like there are gonna be people who find it harder. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the main thing. Like there's always another option. There's always a way out. There's always a more difficult route that you can take that's probably gonna be the more progressive route. And I know it's not as simple as just doing it, but I think sometimes we don't think that route exists and that's why we don't take it because we just think, right, well, it's going to be hard for the next four weeks or however long they decide to put us in lockdown for. And no matter what happens, it's going to be difficult, but that isn't the case. And I think if you spend that time just focusing on the negatives and thinking about the negatives and sitting down thinking this is a very negative situation, it will be. And the next four weeks will be very negative. But... The point is, we need to be focusing or finding a focus, no matter how small or insignificant those positives seem or feel, they need to be the things that are on the forefront of our mind, don't they? Yeah, and I think you you kind of hit a point in there that is really important, and it's not dwelling on what we can't control and focusing on what we have got control over. So yeah, it's rubbish. And yeah, it's probably going to be harder this time because the weather's not as nice. Um, but we can totally relate to that one because mm-hmm. uh, we were t- chatting to our clients weren't we on Monday when we kind of ran through some of these uh, points we're sharing today and we were saying we we can relate to this because last lockdown we were in although it was beautifully sunny mm-hmm. we were in a one bedroom flat that was very dark and dingy with no garden and it is super isolating when you are stuck in those same walls with kind of no escape so there's going to be a lot more people feeling how we felt in that first one because you're not able to get out in gardens and sit in the lovely weather Um, and I think again that's another thing that we can't control the weather so we've just got to accept that for what it is and find the best route out and do what we can with the situation now rather than constantly dwelling on that so to speak and i think that's where that mindset comes in because if you're the type of person who from march onwards was saying oh this is so bad i'm stuck inside and the weather's really nice outside but now it's hit november and you're saying oh i'm stuck inside all the time because the weather's bad outside you've got to almost listen to what you're saying to yourself is your reaction to everything negative is it why you can't do things so like Oh, I'm gutted that I'm stuck inside because the weather's nice, but also I am stuck inside because the weather's bad. It's almost taking any situation and going, right, what's the negative from it? And that's going to be the forefront of my, my sort of image of the day. And that's where you then are going to have this next four weeks being negative, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Whereas so let's you put on your positive up. panties. I'm not putting any panties on. <laughs> I don't care whether they're positive or not. <laughs> ah, brilliant. I'll put my positive pants on, though. Why not panties, Phil? Uh, it's clearly a Wednesday. I don't know. <laughs> panties, that'd be weird. Panties for Fridays. <laughs> Tell everyone about that. <laughs> Awkward. Anyway, it's for a different so let's focus on the positives because let's put it, 
the way it is, we've got to find them. We have got to absolutely try our hardest, no matter how negative or rubbish or just really blur we're feeling we've just got to try and find those small positives and i think the massive one for me um and if you follow me on instagram you'll see i did a post about this when it got announced is that this time it's not new we are starting from experience because we've done it before we've been in lockdown we know what worked we know what didn't work we were learning from what happened because there is a part of our brain that is kind of learns from experience and we kind of internalize those experiences and that's how we deal with that situation when it arises again so it's looking back at last time and going right what made me feel really good and what made me feel really rubbish and replicate the things that made you feel really good and because the the problem with last time was that it was completely new no one had ever experienced it which meant it was really overwhelming, it was confusing, it like really knocked a lot of us, didn't it? Because it completely changed our lives. Whereas some of us, it may change things again a little bit. Other of us, other, other I can't say my words. Other of us. Other of us. Good job on doing a podcast, isn't <laughs> you can't say your words. But others of us may still be working at home from last time. So mm. maybe there's less changes. And it's just about taking what happened last time and using that and learning from it mm-hmm. absolutely because it, it we're in a we're in a more powerful position now yeah we, we know we more. know more we know more about what it looks like what our day-to-days are going to look like so i think for me it's just looking at that what worked what didn't yeah and we've almost also got to believe what we're being told it's easy to sit here and say oh you know it's negative and we shouldn't be going into lockdown And whether we should or shouldn't, we are. Mm -hmm. And whether it's going to work or not is irrelevant. They're doing it, apparently, and we don't want to get political on this podcast because I do not know anything about politics, but they're doing it so that we can hopefully have a normal Christmas. Now, whether that's going to work or not, we will only know when it hits Christmas. But if the point of them doing it is so that we can have a normal Christmas... Let's blooming do it. Let's have that in our head. Let's focus (laughs) on that. Instead, I think a lot of us try and go, yeah, but it's not going to work. So like, yep, that's in the future. Like that, like Christmas is what, seven, eight weeks away? Why are we worrying about something in eight weeks time when it could be absolutely normal? Worry is just allowing something to get at you twice. Like you're listening to one person say something and then you're holding it in your head and worrying about it. If this works and in six, seven, eight weeks time we have a normal Christmas, great. Like, that's positive. Mm-hmm. Let's hold on to that. Let's say that the next seven to eight weeks are going to be positive. Or our other option is we spend the next four weeks feeling quite negative and saying this isn't going to work and this isn't the right way to go about it. And then it might or might not work anyway. And it's yeah. irrelevant. But we just need to start focusing on what is it right now that's going to help. And for me personally, it's believing that Christmas probably isn't going to be a normal, normal Christmas. Because first of all, the Christmas markets aren't open uh, in Manchester. Oh, if if you've not if you're not from Manchester, and you've never been to the Manchester Christmas markets, when one year when normal life is resumed, uh, you need to go. You must go. It's fantastic. It's the best. And that's for me why I know it's already not going to be normal because we yeah. would usually go there. But that said, 
I'm still going to focus on having the most positive, most normal Christmas that I mm-hmm. possibly can in this situation. And for me, that's what's going to help yeah. get me through it. And I think another one in terms of your weight loss journey, I think the real positive is there's now less distractions. So there's less opportunities to um, eat out and it's it's actually a really good time to just kind of really hone in on what you're trying to do and use it as a positive to accelerate your results because you've not got as many barriers to contend with um so it's a really really good time to just kind of go right this is this is the next four weeks i'm really gonna go for it and get the best results i possibly can um and i think that's the route we've gone with our clients at the moment it's right let, let's knuckle down let's absolutely use this to our advantage because we're fully on board with let kind of encouraging people to the part of their journey is social events part of their journey is going out and eating and we create plans for that but right now that's not going to happen so let's use that to our advantage and get some quicker results because we we've not got these barriers that we're mm-hmm. contending with now I think that's another really good example of people choosing to see the negative of a situation. So obviously, like, the gyms have shut and we can't go out as much. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we can't lose weight, in their opinion. Yeah. But in reality, if we take a step back and look at the bigger picture, restaurants are shut, bars are shut. We can't go out and eat and drink, like mm-hmm. you said. It's so we're it gonna, easier, yeah, isn't it? It's actually going to make the next four weeks probably the easiest time ever in your entire life to lose weight. Like, there, there's never going to be a setup where they shut all the bars, mm-hmm. clubs, restaurants, places you can go out and eat. The next four weeks are going to be easier than it ever, ever, ever been. Yeah. So take the opportunity. Now, I think, you know, we touched on this a little bit before when we said about finding what worked for you last time. Mm -hmm. And I know for me personally, in fact, no, I speak for both of us, both me and Jen, the one thing that settles up for having a successful day, I'm not even talking about the whole of lockdown, just taking each day as its time was having a routine. Yeah. Having actual structure to my day. Because that's something that you've probably already had without knowing it over the past mm-hmm. 20 plus years you've had structure. You start from like the age of two or three, you have structure, don't you? Yeah. You get up, you have your breakfast, you go to school or preschool or whatever. You, you do that for X amount of hours. Mm-hmm. You're even, you've got your lessons structured in you, but your dinner time structured in. You do this all the way through to like university, then you get a job and then the same thing happens again. Structure yeah. is provided to you. So we're not good at creating our own structure because we've never done it before. Yeah, and I think I think the key thing about that is all those things that are going on are on complete autopilot because mm-hmm. you're doing them day in, day out. You don't have to think about them. They're your set routines for your day. You just do it. And to kind of highlight how it impacts you, think about if you've ever changed jobs and how emotionally draining it is when you're changing jobs and it's because you're having to make more decisions because that autopilot's been taken away because you're not in your normal routine. So you're having to think about, oh, what time do I need to set off now? Where do I need to go? When am I gonna park? Where am I gonna park when I get there? Where do I need to go when I get in? And these things are running through your mind and actually you get to the end of the day and you're absolutely shattered because you're making all these new decisions that you're not used to making because they're usually the things that happen without you needing to think about them. And that's why, particularly last time when all our routines really suddenly changed, we were all so like off kilter, so to speak. Forced in a direction. Yeah, because we, we our routines have been stripped from us, and 
we found ourselves and from clients those who were the most successful were those who got straight into creating some kind of routine Mm -hmm. and it might be that you're going back to working from home now or it might be that you're you've been working from home since last time but you've still not got any kind of routine basically what we're saying is you it's so important to get a routine in place because it allows you to start running on that autopilot again and it allows space for you to think about other things that you want to achieve and do if you're constantly thinking about right what am i going to do next and uh, what i've done that job so where do i need to go now what am i going to wear for my dinner all these things that just kind of running through your head will lead to this emotionally drained state so make sure that you have some kind of routine in place for your day-to-day I think we both noticed, didn't we? Especially, well, on the lo- the last time we locked down when people were struggling to even get out because it wasn't a part of the daily structure. Mm-hmm. And you would think, you know, we've been locked down, we're not really allowed to go out that much. There isn't really much reason to go out. You would think that we'd be like crawling the walls and trying to get out at, at any time possible. But people were stuck inside and there's people saying, I'm genuinely struggling to get out the front door, even though... I'm stuck inside in theory. Like You would think that it would give you that drive to get out more, but it doesn't if you don't have structure because you've nothing within your day that's planned in to say, I'm going to get out, which yeah. is why you need, as Jen said, a routine, a schedule. Be really kind of stringent with it. Be quite strict with it. Have yeah. it, you know, by the hour. Don't feel like you're being robotic or military. You're not. You're just giving yourself a plan for the day because you already had this military plan anyway. It's just been taken away from you now, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and... and, and get it get it nailed and be reflective with it so come up with a plan see what works see what didn't adapt and until you find something that works for you in this new situation i think the most important thing to think about here in terms of weight loss journey and keeping on track is keep doing what you've been doing because if you've listened to our previous podcasts you will know that food calories and steps are your two most important factors for weight loss. And we can still do both of those. We can still look at our food intake. We can still get out and get our steps in. So regardless of whether you go into the gym, doing a home workout, whatever you may be doing, the two fundamentals for your weight loss journey can still be done throughout all of this. You've probably got more opportunity, actually. Yeah. You've got less opportunity to eat out, so therefore your calorie intake can be lower, mm-hmm. and you've got more opportunity to move because you're in control of your time a little bit more now, mm-hmm. so therefore you can get more steps in. Like we said before, this is the best opportunity now to lose weight the next mm-hmm. four weeks. You'll never have an opportunity like this again. We kind of said that in lockdown one as well. Like This is the last thing, you know, you'll never get an opportunity like this. Oh, here it is again. <laughs> and it's but I think, you know, we very, very rarely in life do you get a second opportunity, a second chance. And I think this is the time to now go and take that second ch- opportunity, that second chance to actually make the next four weeks as successful as you possibly yeah. can. Because Jenny's bang on. You do not need the gym to lose weight. People are, I feel like sometimes people ask the wrong questions. So they'll say, can I lose weight doing home workouts? And it's like, well, you can't be. You can lose weight by not doing them as well. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think we, we've got an absolute shed ton of clients who have never stepped foot in the gym and got some really amazing results because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they're making actual lifestyle changes rather than just trying to chuck an extra hour into their week. They're looking at that whole picture and part of that is incorporating steps into their day and it's looking at their food intake and that's why they're getting better results than someone who's chucking themselves into a gym for an hour. We cannot stress this enough. 
the fact that you can no longer go to LBT, spin or Zumba for the next four weeks is not going to have an impact <laughs> on your weight loss journey. It is irrelevant to the calories that you burn on a day-to-day -day basis. And it is more important now to focus on the things that you can do rather than the fact yeah. that you're going to miss out on 30 minutes of Zumba on a Wednesday night. That isn't going to matter. Yeah. I promise you. I, I just think as well, it's important to mention that a lot of people do go to the gym for their mental health. And if that is something that you do, it's now about finding what it is that works for you now outside of the gym and i personally would just get out on a walk put a podcast in here we go perfect one uh but that's in all seriousness if you can think of any podcasts <laughs> to listen to no but in all seriousness it's, it's such an underrated tool for your mental health to just get out on a walk mm -hmm. and it's super easy and it's super achievable for everyone and if you're struggling now the gym has been taken away from you just use that as a starting point i think and maximize that time outside um i think i fully agree with that the gym is so such an important place for your mental health yeah i think i think where a lot of people struggle is, is that going to the gym is a detachment from home mm -hmm. it's a detachment from work it's a separate space and Social if you're yeah, yeah if you're then trying to do that within your own home you're not going to get that same satisfaction because you've not got that detachment from other areas of your life. So actually getting out and going for a walk will probably offer you that same escapism as the gym. Mm -hmm. And I know it's not the same, but we've got to do what we can do. Absolutely. And finding a way that you get that same feeling and that escapism, it might be that just getting in a different environment is all that you need right now. And do you know what? Maybe this is a good time to do that. Maybe it's a good time to take the opportunity of having four weeks off the gym to work out what is good for your mental mm -hmm. health because if the gym is your escape and is your place for mental health, that's amazing and it is for me and it is for Jen and it is for millions and millions and millions of other people but it's still important to have another thing because we can't go to the gym three, four times a day. Like That's not good for our mental health. So if that's our only escape, we need another one. We need to think of something else that's going to help. So if, if this next lockdown allows you to get out and move more and listen to podcasts and spend time listening to music that you're potentially not listening to in years, then you're just getting out and moving and you go, actually, do you know what? This makes me feel really good. You've now got an alternative to the gym for helping your mental health. Mm -hmm. So when you're having a day where things are getting difficult, you know that just getting out and moving and listening to your favorite podcast, which is obviously this one, fingers crossed. <laughs> It means that you've got another escape. You've got something else you can do for your mental health rather than thinking, well, I can't go back to the gym again because I already went this morning. Yeah. So what am I going to do now? This is your opportunity now for the next four weeks to learn, yeah. work out what's good for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, I think just a quick one to touch on is um, the importance of like daily gratitude and being thankful for the small things. And if you are struggling to find some positives within that, I think this is a really good starting point. And just writing every morning three things that you're grateful for no matter how teeny tiny they may be. Mm -hmm. um, like, for me, the biggest one every day is that we've got a house yeah. and not a one-bed flat now. We've got more rooms to be in. We're not living on top of each other. Like, that is a really big one for me. And it's important, Jen said as well, that, you know, no matter how small it is, some people will find this much more difficult than others to be grateful for things and yeah. to find three things that you are grateful for. But the important part, part of doing it is doing it so if it takes you 15 minutes to think of the three things that you're grateful for don't be disheartened and think that's mm. bad just because the person next to you wrote three things down in 30 seconds they might just be better or quicker at doing it that's not a good or a bad thing no. it just is what it is spend time think about what it is each morning 
Start your day with three things that you are grateful for that will help you feel that positivity as well, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. reminding yourself, do you know what? There are good things happening. There are things that I am grateful for. And as well, by the way, like with everything that we always say, there might be people that go, that doesn't really work for me, actually. That doesn't make me feel yeah. great, feeling grateful. And again, that's fine. This is just a solution and you don't have to force yourself to do anything. But if it works, please do it. Yeah, and then another really... <laughs> I think uh, you probably got it from what we've been saying throughout the whole podcast, but for us and for everyone, the most important thing in this lockdown is going to be looking after your mental health. And if I can point you towards one resource, it would be the five ways of wellbeing. Uh, because so the connect, be active, take notice, keep learning and give. And these are kind of your fundamentals for uh, mentally well life so to speak um and if you kind of search that there'll be some ideas on what you can do but we've set up a challenge haven't we for our clients which actually was just to kind of get them through the winter slump yeah there's nothing to do with lockdown no but um it started on monday so last monday so the kind of week lockdown commenced didn't it yeah um and actually it fits in really well with the five ways of well-being mm-hmm. um and if you want to get involved with that it's on our stories all the time just messages will send you the blank template and you can get involved so it's just four simple activities each day two liters of water uh, 10 minutes on yourself read a chapter of a book preferably a self-help book because mm-hmm. um, that gets in that learning element of the five ways of well-being and 30 minutes of exercise so it's prioritizing getting some movement in and that being active so um let us know if you want to get involved with that and then the big thing we want to say is the big thing we want you to do for the next four weeks is get out every single day every day absolutely when i say every day or when we say every day we mean as a non-negotiable you're not allowed to argue with yourself and if you do you're not allowed to win the argument you have to go out and go for a walk and we want you to use it not as steps, not as a numerical target, not as a weight loss strategy, but as a mindful activity. We want you to, if it's absolutely throwing it down, which by the way, it looks absolutely delightful outside right now, doesn't not it? Not relevant to anyone listening to it on Monday, but yeah. No, but it was beautiful outside. <laughs> Blue sky, no clouds, what's going on? This is weird, it's November. But if it's absolutely throwing it down, you know, if you've listened to, I think it was the second podcast where we were talking about steps and movement and mm-hmm. stuff. I was quite blunt in the fact that I said, put a coat on, put your hood oh, up, bang your wellers on. We're talking about winter, weren't we? Yeah, and it's just a case of just getting out and doing it. And when you get back and you're wet through and you're cold, get a shower. You'll warm up, you'll feel warm and cold again, you'll feel good and ready to attack your day. But you don't need to have a numerical value to it. You don't need to do it for a certain amount of yeah, time. This just one's use about it for, your mental health. Yeah, it's just for a mindful activity. Just get out and move. Don't care when it is, but to be honest with you, I think it's better to do it first thing in the morning because it's a good way to set up your day. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, some people prefer to do it at the end as a good way to kind of like put a stamp on the fact that, right, I've finished work, my day's done, I'm going to get out and move. Yeah. And it's a good way to kind of finish your day and break yourself away from the computer because I know some people struggle with that. They, mm-hmm. they finish work and then they kind of dip in and out. So they'll finish the day and they'll kind of go to shut the laptop with like, oh, I'll check emails in an hour. And that's a really good one because we've got that separation. We've got an office. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can shut the door and that's work done for us. Whereas if you're working from home and you don't normally and you're working in your living space, having that separation of this is work time, I'm going out for a walk, 
this is now home like relaxation time it might be good to have that and actually it might be nice to have a couple of walks within your day there mm-hmm. um, or even just getting out at dinner time and having that break in your day to separate just having a bit of fresh air and come back with some fresh ideas for your afternoon. Um, I'm going to be honest, I want people to do all three. Personally. Yeah, I, I would. And we're going to, um, we're taking that time that we would, we block out two hours for the gym, don't we? Mm-hmm. We're taking that time to put in exercise and keeping that time mm-hmm. protected for exercise out because we usually walk to the gym and back, which is half an hour. So we're going for that half hour walk still. Yeah. We're going to do some mobility stuff. Uh, we're going to do some home workouts, but we're using that time to keep and protect for the exercise. So when gyms do open back up, it's still been part of our routine and nothing's changed. Um, it's a bit so, of a discipline thing as well because yeah. it's that things are going to be harder for us now because we do enjoy the gym and it is a big part of what we do on a day-to-day basis and it is our escapism and we do enjoy training but now that the gym's been taken away it'd be easy for that routine to change wouldn't it and go right well yeah. tell you what we're not going to the gym so let's instead of having that two hours blocked out let's just do work instead but that's not a good positive habit to have no it's not and it's actually a really good time if you've not got this exercise hammered into your day yeah i'm just gonna hammer so i said hammer some builders doing something outside and I saw a hammer and said hammer into your day. Oh. How weird is that for subliminal messaging? How are you going to get tile baton into your next sentence? <laughs> I can't. Okay. Um, so if you've not got that as part of your routine, it might be a really good opportunity to go, right, outside of lockdown, where do I want to be doing exercise? And saying, right, how long is it going to take me to get to the gym or get to where I need to be going to? How long am I going to be there for? And working out how much time and then actually just start to work that into your routine now um, so that when things do go back to normal, you can then transition that time that you've blocked out in your week and you've got really solid in your week now and go into the gym with that or go and do whatever exercise it is that you're going doing with that. Um, it might be a nice time to build that into your day. Mm-hmm. And then to recap, you've got four weeks. We want you to get out. We want you to get move, moving every day, don't we? That's yeah. it. That's what just we want you to out. do. If you take anything from this podcast, it's get out every get single out day. Get out and do it for your mental health. Yeah. It will have an incredible impact on your physical health, but just focus on the mental health. That got us through when we couldn't get outside. Mm-hmm. When we were limited to that hour, we would literally spend the full hour walking around, wouldn't we? Yeah, just moving. Get right. you through. On to the most important part of the podcast now, Jen. Oh, what's that? I, I think it's ended. the spot. Spot on the spot on the spot on the spot on the spot. Jen trying, on the spot. Phil's trying to create a jingle. Didn't work. Trying to create a jingle. Jingle. I'm trying to create a jingle. <laughs> you just did spot on the spot on the spot on the spot. All right. I thought we should create a jingle. Oh, hang on a minute. I was trying to create one. Now Jen wants to. <laughs> right, he's got his question. Okay, on the spot. If this is a, if this is the first episode you've ever listened to, every single week we put one of us two on the spot or you put one of us on the spot so you send in a question uh if the question comes to me i read it to jen obviously if it comes to jen she reads it to me and then we alternate it every single week don't we so this week sent in by the fantastic emily patterson so thank you very much random question what is the one thing and you're only allowed to pick one that annoys you about working with phil oh you're only allowed one one yeah oh there's two no there's not allowed to be two the this question team. was, what was the one thing that annoys you about working with Phil? You're not hmm. allowed to choose two. You have to choose one of them and pretend the other doesn't exist. Right. Just so you know, this is a lie, by the way, whatever she says. <laughs> uh, right, that one's not really work-related, so I'll have to leave that one for another time. 
for another time. Yeah. What, someone, the next time someone, someone says, <laughs> what's the second most annoying thing? What's the one thing that annoys you about Phil? Someone asked me that question. <laughs> no, bit, right, okay, I've got one. So, we live quite a fun life together. That's generally. what I know, you? Oh, right. No, <laughs> generally. <laughs> I'm setting the scene. Like, it's, most of the time, it's fun. It is. Sometimes, like, I've got to actually do some work. Mm. And if you've seen my stories recently, you'll have seen that Phil just randomly will pick me up, just randomly, in the middle of the day, when I'm trying to get something done, and start spinning me around, or throwing me over his shoulder. And then usually results in me injuring myself in some way or another some people would see that as positive why because there's people sat there now thinking i wish my boyfriend would just come and pick me up and throw me around over his shoulder and then no you don't it's annoying don't ever wish that upon yourself <laughs> it, honestly it brings happiness to our day does it Four does it when i'm in the middle of like actually getting something done and you just decide i'm gonna be really annoying right now which is most of the time. I don't really decide it. It's just my persona. Persona. Mm. Just, just, just Phil is just, he is very irritating a lot of the time. So nice. <laughs> Quite solid. Yeah, so when the odd time that I'm really focused on something and you just like pick me up and start being annoying. Do you know what the worst thing about that question this week was? What? Like every week when we ask a question, we're like, oh, that's a good question. I no, don't yeah, know. I didn't go. I this week, it. I went, what's the most annoying thing you went? Right, well, I've got two. Um, <laughs> I'll save that one for another time, but I'll Do use this one. Do you know why? One. I had a feeling that at some point someone would ask that, so I almost pre-prepared my answer for that one, so it was a bit of a cheat one. Fair enough. I already had it in my head, because I had a feeling that at some point someone would ask me. What's the most annoying thing about Phil? Not like working with Phil. <laughs> I mean, I have got my most annoying thing about you, just if you need to know at any point. No, we're good. <laughs> I think we'll stick with what we've got, thanks, yeah. I wish you could tell people. You don't need, like, a top ten. She just wanted one. I can add more if you want. Nobody asks for more. Okay. You're choosing to add more. Nobody wants more. The list is endless, one. if we're honest about it. It's not endless. No. So everybody knows I'm really nice, actually. Yeah, so that one, in terms of work life... Mm. That is it. So the most annoying thing about me is that I spread joy and <laughs> happiness by coming in and lifting you up, not only mentally, but <laughs> physically. That's the most annoying. I'll take that. At the time, it's not lifting me up. It's just irritating. Okay, whatever. Well, I'm going to stop doing it and you'll be disappointed. Guaranteed. <laughs> Will I? In a month, she'll be like, oh, you've not picked me up in ages and swung me around your shoulders <laughs> and I'm missing it so much and I'm not going to do it. Nope. Okay. No, I mean. Right. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah, questions to moi for next week, please. Um, slide into my DMs with a question for Phil. What's the most annoying thing about working with Jen? Everything. I'll give you a top Don't. 100. Stop it. What? Spoilers. It's going to happen at some point, isn't mm. it? Right. Make sure your DMs go to Jen. Yeah. I actually quite like on the spot, I'm not going to lie, in a weird way. So I don't want to see the questions. I genuinely want to be on the spot because it's weird. But it's, it's nice well. when we've got an actual answer. I don't like yeah. the ones that put you so on the spot that you can't think of anything. <laughs> There's only Jen that would say, oh, I like on the spot, but I just don't like being on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Right. Don't forget to update your steps. I was just going to say that. Oh, words out your mouth. There you go. But... That was my beard. Uh, have a 
fantastic week. Hopefully it's Monday. Hopefully you've started your week on a nice positive. Make sure you go over to www.liftlearnandburn.co.uk forward slash podcast. Update those steps. Let us know how many you've done. We do. Uh, And then in a few weeks, as Jen said, at the beginning of the podcast, we will update you on how incredible you're all doing. So have the best of weeks and we'll catch up with you next Monday. Catch you later. See you later. Bye. Before you go, make sure to hit the link in the podcast notes to update us on how many steps you've done on today's walk whilst listening to us two jabber on. Each week we'll update you on the total number of steps you fantastic listeners have done. And if you haven't already, please don't forget to like the podcast, rate the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and anything else you can do to the podcast that makes us all really great.